With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. With all the fussing and fretting that everybody's doing over the Penguins' potential status in this new fantastic East division, there's one player who could make all the difference, and I am a believer in this player. Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. Happy New Year to you soon enough. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this, the newly reborn DK Sports Radio Podcasting Network. Tristan Jari is the Penguins goaltender. Singular. It's been a long time coming, it seems. It's been very much in doubt at times, including internally. But here he is. Here he is. He entered the 2019-20 season in a training camp where he wasn't going to be given really any chance. And he left the brass with no choice but to keep him and send Casey DeSmith down to Wilkes-Barre on an NHL-only contract. Seven figures to play minor league hockey. Why? Again, he left them no choice. He played his way into it. And then the season starts. Okay, well, kid's here. He's just going to back up Matt Murray. We're going to give Murray every single chance imaginable to rediscover his Stanley Cup form. And the kid will just kind of bide his time and whatever. He belongs in the NHL, but doesn't mean he has to play. And then, every time Jari plays, he looks a lot better than the guy he's replacing. Within a month and a half, two months, he's replacing him. He became the Penguins' number one goaltender before last Christmas. This is, this is all you would need to know about whether or not Jari can handle being the number one goaltender of an NHL team, of this NHL team. He already was faced with the toughest circumstances he'll face as a professional. I really, really believe that. This kid's taken some knocks over the course of his pro career. I actually, I'll rewind that even a little bit more. When he was with the Edmonton Oil, Oil Kings of the WHL Memorial Cup team, there was all kinds of discussion. This was after the Penguins had made him a second-round draft pick about his uh, lack of focus, lack of consistency. Nobody ever doubted his athletic ability. On that alone, he probably should have been somebody's first-round pick. Nobody doubted his natural quickness, 
his agility, his reaction time, or his mechanics. It was all about concentrating. And if you want to know why NHL GMs in general are so terrified of taking goaltenders in the first round, this is it. Because everything I just described for you should tell you that he is all that and then some and you should draft him and he'll just figure out the mental stuff along the way. No, you can't do that. You can't do that. So Jari makes it into the professional ranks, goes to Wilkes-Barre, again, inconsistent, constantly getting outplayed by the other goaltender there. And the Penguins are wondering what's wrong with this guy. Then he comes up to Pittsburgh, like in an emergency situation, and looks great. Or he's in training camp, and he's performing in front of the Pittsburgh brass, and he's great. It's like maybe... He thought, whether it's right or not or fair or not, that this lower level was beneath him. Was beneath him. You can see that as a flaw or as a lack of humility or whatever, but some guys just know. Some guys just know. They're out there. They're facing minor league shooters who bore them, who they know they can stop, and they're just not as crisp. They're just not as invested in the moment. They're not selling out to that particular scene. Jari's a tough, tough nut to crack as a guy, as someone that you're just talking to. I have tried. I have tried for a long time, including back to his first development camp to get to know him. He will smile. He will say all the right things. And afterward, he will thank you for having spoken with him. And that is it. At least on the surface. But you can't convince me that there isn't more to it. After what he did in the last training camp. And then what he did in the regular season. Without complaint. He went and took the job of a two-time Stanley Cup champion who's really not that different in age than he is. Just outplayed him. He made the Penguins look at least a little bit wrong for starting Murray in the playoffs. And he comes in ice cold, Jari does, in Game 4 to face his idol at the far end, Carey Price and matched him in every conceivable way. He was outstanding. The one goal that Montreal scored was the absolute opposite of any goaltender's fault anywhere. Jesperi Kotkaniemi took a puck while surrounded by four penguins and tapped it into an open net. Jari was terrific, and again, ice cold, no excuses, no complaints. He is ready for this, and being that he is, being that he is, the Penguins might have an edge in this division that other teams aren't currently expecting. Who's 
got a goaltender that's better in the division. I mean, you can make a case for Tuka Rask based on his experience, of course, but Tuka's really getting up there. And Tuka no longer has Zdeno Chara clearing everybody out in front of him as of yesterday. Carter Hart, terrific young goaltender for the Flyers. That's somebody you'd put in that category. Keep going through the whole division. I'm serious. Semyon Varlamov of the Islanders? Eh, hit and miss. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, no. The Rangers have some terrific young goaltenders as well. Uh, really promising. Maybe not there yet. But I know this. When you look at that division... The one goaltender who ranked in the NHL's top eight in three different categories, goals against average, save percentage, and shutouts, 2.43 goals against, 921 save percentage. That is a really, really good number for those of you who don't follow hockey all that closely and the three shutouts that Jari had. That is serious business. And that can make up for an awful lot of other things that the Penguins might not have when they're facing these teams. I am a believer in Tristan Jari. When we come back, just one question. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. question that's brought to you on this program always by the good people at the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank. They're committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need in western Pennsylvania. They're here for you when you need them. If you don't know where your next meal is coming from, go to pittsburghfoodbank.org slash get help. I'm going to give this to you again. pittsburghfoodbank.org slash get help. Make sure you spell out Pittsburgh. Today's Just One Question comes from Brian Gluck. He is a long-time reader, I'm grateful to say, of DK Pittsburgh Sports. The best way to send me uh, one of these questions, by the way, is to do it right there on our site in the comments underneath where we have these articles. Uh, Brian happened to message me this one uh, last night on Twitter. He asks, I don't know if you would consider this for your daily shot, but, <laughs> well, apparently I did. How crazy is Zdeno Chara going to the Capitals, making Sid the longest tenured captain currently in the league? Okay, A, I didn't know that until your message, but that's confirmed. And uh, it's not. It's not. It was decided very, very early in Sid's time in Pittsburgh, that he was going to be the one who took over for Mario. 
uh, not just in the superstar capacity, but also the one who was the leader. And Sid had that pedigree uh, with Ramuski and really everywhere that he's been or that he'd been uh, past tense in his amateur career. Sid's always had that quiet, lead-by-example leadership quality to him. So the whole thing just kind of made sense. Now, from there, you just got to do some chronological math and realize that uh, Sid's been the captain for a very, very long time uh, because he's been in Pittsburgh for a very long time. Once Mario was forced to retire by the heart condition, Sid was in a position to be that guy. And he's done nothing but lead uh, since then. So if you mean crazy from the standpoint of, you know, he's not Sid the kid anymore, well, he hasn't been that for a while. If you mean crazy from the standpoint of how other teams don't keep uh, their captains in place for anywhere near that long, I would counter with other teams don't have Sidney Crosby's or generational talents that you unconditionally have to keep as a franchise in a salary cap league the way the Penguins have, not just with Sid, but also with Evgeny Malkin, Chris Letang, and others along the way. When I started reading your question, I thought you were going to ask about Chara. So I feel obligated to just throw something in on that. The Capitals seem hell-bent on collecting every old guy out there. It's as if the thinking in Washington has gotten to that dangerous point that, oh no, our key guys are getting older and now we have to throw every old other thing we can find into the mix to try to go for one more. I'm not wild about that approach ever. I don't think it's a great idea. I didn't think it was a great idea when Jim Rutherford tried it this past spring. It proved most definitely to not be a great idea. The Capitals would be far better served. Not that this will bring a tear to anyone's eye when it fails, which it will, but I think they'd be far better served to take their core, Alexander Ovechkin, Nicholas Backstrom, the guys that are in particular that are that are getting up there and support them more with younger legs, with younger, fresher guys. If you think about when you face Washington now, uh, who are the other guys that you know that you find to be the most threatening? Sure, it's Evgeny Kuznetsov and you know and John Carlson. The guy that freaks me out when I'm watching the Capitals is Jakub Vrana. And he came along as a younger guy and gives them a completely different dynamic. Dude is unbelievably fast and skilled. That most people in the NHL I don't think really appreciate how good Vrana is or how good he's about to be. But that to me is what you should be doing. It's the Boston approach. You know, until they let Chara walk. The Bruins have built around the same core forever and ever. 
just by augmenting younger players and keeping those older guys fresher. But just adding older guys and seeing that the Rangers discard Henrik Lundqvist and, oh, we can go get him too, that's, that's collecting hockey cards. You know, that's not building a hockey team. I really don't think it's going to work. I, I have long thought the world of Chara as a hockey player, as a leader, as everything. But he's really, really up there. And some of the things that the Bruins did to disguise that by constantly partnering him with somebody who was really, really mobile over the past few years, I don't know that Washington's going to be able to pull that off. You know, I mean, I guess they could put him out there with Dmitry Orlov or something like that. I don't know. It's just, it strikes me as a really bad way to build a hockey team. But again, that's a good thing for Pittsburgh. Good question, Brian. I managed to turn it into something else anyway, just for fun. Thanks for listening. And this show will be back Monday. I hope everyone has a happy new year and a safe one. Point Park University, in the heart of downtown Pittsburgh, they understand there's no substitute for real-world experience and career-building connections. Their innovative curriculum engages students with distinctive experiential learning opportunities. Point Park's pioneering co-op program empowers qualified students to work in full-time, paid positions with their corporate partners while earning college credits. Visit pointpark.edu works to learn more. Career ready. That's the point. Point Park University. Your front door. Your car. Your gym locker. Your gun. Safety is a habit. Learn more about how to keep guns safe and secure. Visit projectchildsafe.org.